Where are you going to go for the best in college radio? The University of Central Missouri, of course. Tune in to the UCM radio station, The Beat. Hey there, Mules and Jennies fans. It's time for Sports Page, the weekly show where we dig into University of Central Missouri athletics. Each week, I visit with members of UCM Athletics and get to know the people involved in your school's top-notch athletic program. We also go over some Mules and Jennies news to find out more about your favorite teams. I'm your host, Roman Fister, and I'm proud to present the top athletic program in the Mid-America Intercollegiate Athletics Association and one of the best programs in all of NCAA Division II athletics. We have an exciting show this week, sports fans. We'll be talking to head football coach Josh Lamberson and Mules quarterback Zach Zabrowski to find out more about the men we usually see from the stands. Don't go anywhere. It's time for Sports Page. Mules and Jetties fans, it's time to talk to some members of our favorite college football program. First, I'm joined by Josh Lamberson, UCM's head football coach. Coach Lamberson is quite experienced in his coaching career, to say the least. He's in his second season as head coach, but was previously the offensive coordinator for the Mules from 2010 to 2014 under former coach Jim Svoboda. His accomplishments speak for themselves. In 2022, Lamberson had 13 of his Mules get all MIAA awards. From 2017 to 2021, he helped Abilene Christian get to their most wins inside of three years since the school joined Division I. In his time as a grad assistant for Northwest Missouri State, he helped the Bearcats reach 28-2 over the 2006 through 2008 seasons. As a Bearcat player, Lamberson was named the 2005 D2 National Championship MVP. Now I could go on and on about the amazing feats Coach Lamberson has accomplished, but I think it's time to hear from the man behind the playbook. Coach Lamberson, you've been back at the Berg for over a year now. How does it feel to be back here now in your second season as head coach for the Mules? You know, just feel extremely blessed, um, you know, and honored to represent such a phenomenal university and a, and a great community in Warrensburg. And so uh, my wife and my family and I are, are extremely happy. Um, we're excited about what's going on in our football program and in our in our personal lives being a, associated with, um, you know, great people here at UCM, great people in the Warrensburg community. So um, it's a blessing and honor, um, excited on, on all fronts and um, wouldn't want to be anywhere else in the country. Now, as you go throughout this season, what are the biggest factors that you and the team are taking into account trying to improve on the previous season? I just think the people. Um, I think w- with any endeavor that you're, you're starting out on, especially one with so many people that are involved, the human part of it has to, has to be at the forefront. So, you know, obviously being very particular on the, the humans that we bring into our football family. Um, you know, not just what they can do in between the stripes, but what their character is, you know, their work ethic, their intangibles, you know, really from a recruiting standpoint, making sure that they're our type of people, you know, and then, and then you try to get those people in and and then you build them up, um, you know, and, and you try to, that's why I love football. It's the, I, I really feel like it's the melting pot of our human society because we have, you know, people from, we have people from California, we have people from New York, North Dakota, Texas, England, you know, and, and everywhere in between. And so, you know, to get people from, from every walk of the country and every socioeconomic status and bring them together uh, for one mission and one purpose, I think is a, is a pretty special thing. Um, you know, it's a, it's a huge endeavor, 
but uh, one that uh, we are very particular on with the people, and that's always where you start. Now, going off of that, there are a fair amount of new new faces, both in the coaching staff and with the roster. If I'm correct, 41 high school graduates and 18 transfers came to UCM this season, along with new members of the coaching staff, including Greg Jones and Justin Bain. What have been some of the tough parts and some of the better parts of introducing those new in town to those who've been here and trying to get that to mesh well? Yeah, great question. I I think, um, you know, with with that many new, um, you know, and and the people that had been here in the organization prior to, I think just bringing them together and and, um, building a foundation of a common goal and getting everybody to buy in to the vision. And I think that's one of my my biggest challenges as a, as a head coach or, or any person that's in charge of a large uh, group of people is you have to paint the narrative of the direction of the program, you know, and ultimately that has to be a vision that you're very passionate about in every facet of your life. And so that's, that's really been at the core of what we do. And then, you know, obviously when you get those people in here that you believe in, you, you try to empower them uh, to do their job, uh, to go out and, and be the best versions of them and then ultimately inspire them to continue to do that on a daily basis. And that's one thing that again it goes back to the people um, and from every facet of life and and they have different experiences where you come into a, a room and you're trying to get everybody you know really to perform with one heartbeat and that's not a that's not an easy task um, because of the humanistic side of of ego and what you know our, our society deems as success for so many different things and so to get those people to buy into that is something that uh, you know it's a challenge but if you have the right people in the room it's, it's much easier. Now, your career is taking you quite a few places. What do you find unique about Central Missouri's environment, game day or otherwise? Well, I, I think it's, you know, as far as the Division Two aspect of it goes, you know, Central Missouri is is such a great place from the standpoint of the support that, you know, we get obviously from the UCM community, but also the Warrensburg community, um, our administration, our athletic administration, you know, and, and everybody in between, you know, it, it, in division two communities, sometimes there's a split between the university and, you know, the residential community. And I think we have such a great um, relationship between, between Warrensburg. If there's a, a Mueller or Jenny event, you know, the, the whole town really goes and supports it. And if you drive through Warrensburg, you see a bunch of UCM stuff all over the vendors and different businesses. And so I think that relationship and a symbiotic unit between the two with UCM and Warrensburg is something that's really, really special. And then yeah, I think the proof is in the pudding on game day. If, you know, we had over 10,000 people at our game on Saturday, you know, and that, that doesn't notoriously happen at a lot of Division Two institutions. And, you know, over 1,000 people in the student section, both home games, and, you know, our, our players really feed off of that energy. And not just the energy on game day, but the energy and the support they get, you know, when they're out in the community and people recognize them and, and just support them, you know. And, again, not just from an athletic standpoint, but from a life standpoint, because when we get these people in here, we're trying to build great men. And we have a lot of help and so many resources that I think make this place really special. Now I'd like to jump into some of the team uh, aspects of the community and culture. What do you see as being the biggest parts of Mules football in terms of culture of the team? How do you get involved with building those aspects? Well, I think as the head coach, that is probably the number one thing that, that you have to do is you have to lay down that foundation, that vision, um, and really direct the narrative towards it. So I, I think it always starts with us is, uh, you know, from our mission statement, and that's to be the best version of ourselves physically, mentally, spiritually, and to elevate those around you to do the same. And what we encourage our people in our program to do every single day is demand, what we call is demand the give. 
uh, in the service of others and, and probably more so in people that can't do anything for you. And we talk about the give, the give, the give. And then ultimately, if that's what you're concerned with, you will get the get. And I'm air quoting for those of you that can't see me from the standpoint of we don't we're not a results oriented football team. Um, you know, our, our results and, and how we measure things ultimately is we try to honor the gifts that we've been given every single day and to do that to exhaustion. And then at the end of the day, we look up at the scoreboard or, you know, we reflect on the day and hopefully we have more wins than losses at the end of the day, but it, it's not deemed on money. It's not deemed on, you know, what somebody says, how many points we score, things like that. It's ultimately deemed on, you know, if we can look ourselves in the mirror and, and really say that, yeah, we, we did enough today to, to make the world a better place and to make the people around us better. And so those are the things. And then our core values of being selfless, tough, disciplined, and grit and teaching personal accountability for our young men in our program that they take responsibility for their attitudes, actions, and words and everything that we do. And, and I know I'm laying down, you know, some coach talk here, but it, but it is sincere in the fact that we, this is stuff that we talk about every single day and our non-negotiables for our program are believing in ourselves, working really hard and having fun. And I truly believe that if you do those three things, good things are going to happen in your life. Now, we've gotten to learn about you as a head football coach, but now I think our audience would like to know more about you as a person. I learned that your bachelor's degree is in corporate recreation. Could you briefly explain what corporate recreation entails and what made you choose that particular field of study? Sure. Well, I thought I was going to be a teacher. Uh, both my, my mom and dad, when I was growing up, were in education, and I thought that's kind of the route that I was going to go. Um, in my junior year of college, I broke my hip. And, you know, so it was going through the rehab. That was actually right in the middle of the season. Um, and got to go up to the coach's office and, and see how they interacted with each other and see how game planning went and see the process of really college football from behind the scenes that I had really never seen before as a player and got really interested in that part of the game. And it got to be my senior year and they told me that I was gonna have to go student teach and, and miss a spring ball. And that for, for me at the time was, was not something that I was really interested in doing. So I, I changed my major. A lot of the, the classes transitioned into corporate recreation. Ultimately, that is you can work at a community center or run a gym or, you know, those kind of things. But ultimately, I by that point in time in my life, I knew that I wanted to coach. And so knew that I needed to get a bachelor's degree for that. And that was kind of the easiest path for me to go um, and do. And so got that degree and, and then immediately transitioned right into uh, the coaching world. All right, very interesting little uh, tidbit about corporate recreation. Now, as I understand it, you take on another important role in your life, that role being a parent. Some of our listeners may understand what it means to be a parent, <laughs> but there are also those who don't. So what aspects of coaching do you take into parenting or vice versa? Well, that's a really good question. I, I think they're almost one in the same, uh, to be really honest with you. Obviously, I've, I've got a, an 11-year-old daughter named Kaya and a 9-year-old son named Ace. My wife and I have been married for 14 years. Her name's Mandy. Um, and, we, and we really take the same approach uh, from, from parenting those two as we do to the rest of our football team and the fact that you know, we're going to love them you know, unconditionally. And sometimes with that love, you, you go through trials and tribulations and experiences where you have to discipline. And that's not necessarily the most fun thing to do, but ultimately you create those guide, guide rails for your children and your players to live by. Because at the end of the day, we cannot be with our kids or our players 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You've got to instill in them, pour into them, invest in them. You know, the love and the discipline, the toughness, uh, the grit, that we talk about the selflessness, um, you know, on a daily basis, and, and then 
you know, hopefully they make really good decisions when they're faced with all of those things that they're going to go through throughout their experiences of the day. And so we, we try to do that um, both with, with our kids and, and with our players uh, from the standpoint of to trust them enough to go out and, and represent whether it's our family or our football family um, in the way that it should be represented. And we have a, we have kind of a saying in our football family, it's, it's called EPIC, and it's an acronym that stands for Every Person Impacts Culture. And from the standpoint of a personal accountability part that whether it is a person at Walmart or maybe a person in the financial aid office or somebody, a student in the library, or whatever it is that they have an interaction with a UCM football player, that may be the only personal interaction that that person ever has with a UCM football player. So if it's a good interaction, she's going to have a positive feeling about UCM football and the people that are involved with that. And same thing with if it's a negative interaction, she's going to ultimately paint the picture is, is UCM football is, is not positive and it's, it's negative. And so, you know, our guys understand that um, and, and they, they know the platform that they have been blessed to have and they're trying to honor that uh, in a really positive way. And it's same thing with Kai and Ace. All right, well, there you have it. Some parenting lessons from Coach <laughs> Josh Lamberson. Coach, I'd like to thank you for joining me here today. Good luck going forward in the season. I really appreciate you having me on and, and thanks for all you do for UCM Athletics. That was Mules football coach Josh Lamberson. When we come back, we'll sit down with Mules quarterback Zach Zabrowski. Stay tuned. You're listening to Sports Page on UCM The Beat. Champions know how to seize opportunities. When they see moments of greatness unfold right before their eyes, they push as hard as they possibly can. And then they push harder. Because the heart of a champion never settles, never quits, and never stops giving its all. We are champions. We are Division II. We go big, we give it everything we've got, and we win on the field, on our campuses, in our communities, for our causes, in our careers. We rise to become champions in everything we do. We are Division II and there are no limits here. We make our time count. We set our own path. We become champions on our terms. It's time to up your game because we're here to play and learn. But most importantly, we're here to discover ourselves our vision, our heart, our drive to achieve every goal we aim for because we want to be champions at the highest level, life. At Division Two, the opportunities are here. Are you ready? Welcome back to Sports Page, everyone. I'm joined now by Mules quarterback Zach Zabrowski. He's in his first year as a Mule and is one of the 18 transfers that the Mules acquired this season. The Woodbury, Minnesota native spent the first part of his collegiate career at Southern Illinois University. In the 2022 season, Zach played in four games, going four for five with 31 passing yards and a touchdown. When he attended East Ridge High School, Zach was named District Player of the Year in 2018. He had nearly 3,000 yards that season, along with 22 touchdowns. That year, his team reached the second round of the playoffs for 6A, 
In high school, Zach was also a standout basketball player, where he set East Ridge's single-season assist record. The team went on to the MSHSL sectional semifinal in the 2018-19 season. Zach comes from an athletic family, his mom playing on Southern Illinois' volleyball team, being named the 1995-96 Athlete of the Year, and acting as a graduate assistant coach. His dad was a graduate assistant for SIU football, moving on to Northern Illinois, then Minnesota later on. So, Zach, you originally played at Southern Illinois. What were the factors that made you ultimately choose to play football for the Mules here at UCM? Uh, when I came on my visit, uh, I felt like I had a good connection with a lot of the coaches, and we started talking about the uh, offense, and I thought it would be a pretty fun offense to play in as a quarterback. And I was really impressed by the facilities, the weight room, the locker room, the coach's office, the stadium. So I kind of felt like at home when I got here and took, took another visit somewhere else, and I realized this is where I want to play. All right, and now uh, you have two SIU graduates for parents. Uh, do you mind sharing their reaction uh, when you told them that you're going to Central Missouri? <laughs> no, nah, they weren't. They weren't. They weren't. Uh, or they they were happy for me. You know, they. Uh, my mom. I think she got enough trips down to Carbondale to see her alma mater while I was there playing for four years. So I think they were all good and they were supportive of me and just wanted me to find the best fit for me to play football. Always good to hear. Now, you're a long way from Minnesota and Illinois now. So what are your first impressions of Missouri and UCM football? What are the differences about this experience versus Southern Illinois? Uh, I would say comparing to Southern Illinois, it's pretty similar in the town and area. I feel like Carbondale, where SIU is pretty similar to Warrensburg. So it hasn't been too bad of a transition. You know, I've liked it, lo I've liked it here. Uh, the thing I've been impressed by is, like, the community and how much they like football and how much – how much support they gave to the football team. So that's what I've been impressed by the most. There really is a community that does rally behind these Yeah, no, some here. of my roommates have been like, yeah, I've been going to Walmart, going somewhere. They're like, you play football? And they're like, yeah, like, yeah, we're, we're here watching you. We're here supporting you. So it's been pretty cool. Good to hear there's a lot of support out there. Now, so you're new to the team, but you've been doing quite well as of late. Now, as a quarterback, uh, are you seeing yourself in a sort of leadership role yet, or is it too soon to tell? Uh, I feel like as a quarterback, even if you're not like a captain or a starter, you still have to lead by example. So I've kind of been trying to lead by example. And it's definitely, as the weeks have progressed, I feel like I've been talking a little bit more, uh, trying to be a good leader for the teams. But I'm not, I, I wouldn't say I'm forcing anything, but I think it's kind of just it's sprung upon you when you're the quarterback. You kind of got to at least lead by example and give the guys uh, a good example of what to do. So I think I've been trying to, and uh, it's slowly progressing for sure. Now, when you approach this new with this, uh, excuse me, when you approach a new season with a new team in a new place with people you didn't know before, what do you feel are some of the strengths you all have together, and what do you think are some of the challenges that you face? I feel like it's definitely a challenge just getting to know everyone. There's a lot of a lot of freshmen, a lot of transfers, so I feel like just getting to know everyone and know details about their life is a little challenging. But me getting here in early June, I feel like it helped because. There really wasn't much to do much to do here, not a lot of students in, in the city. So I feel like we all kind of hung out every day. We were here lifting, here working out. So I feel like the summer really helped me get to know some people and make me feel like this is my team or this is our team and we're all here together. And I feel like I got a good relationship with everyone after the summer. Almost 60 people coming in on top of uh, everybody else on the team. That must have ta taken quite a lot of time to yeah, get no, to know everybody. When we had our team meeting, we were, uh, everyone kind of got up there and introduced themselves and we were doing it by which class you are, and he said the freshman class, and I feel like half the auditoriums stood up. There was about 50 of them. So, yeah, it was definitely definitely a challenge getting to know everyone, but I feel like being here every day and being with the team, you kind of, even if you don't, 
even if you don't hang out with them, you start to know a lot about them by just talking and hanging out in the locker room. Now, we've been talking a little bit about it, but can you tell us about the camaraderie you feel with your teammates? Uh, in your eyes, how do you, how does the team interact with each other? Uh, I feel like we do a great job of that. I feel like there's a lot of respect between everyone, and we can kind of poke fun and chirp each other about some stuff, and everyone's, everyone's pretty cool about it. So I feel like we have a lot of different backgrounds, and people coming from different places in the locker room. I feel like that's meshed really well. I, there's no, like, bad people or anyone pretty selfish in the locker room. Everyone's just happy for each other's success. Now, you've talked about how you're building relationships on the team, uh, how you're building relationships with uh, people out in the town. Uh, now that the school year started, are you starting to build relationships with uh, other students here at UCM? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a little bit of a challenge because I'm in grad school online, so I'm not really getting on the campus too much. But I've definitely been starting to meet some people, a lot of mostly like other athletes. I feel like the all the athletes have a pretty good community. You kind of know everyone. You kind of meet everyone and hang out. So I feel like as it's progressed, I've started to know a lot more people and become more comfortable here for sure. Now, as you've gotten to work with the coaching staff and the rest of the team, what ways has that helped you improve overall as a football player? I feel like it's helped me improve greatly. I feel like Coach Hawk, our quarterback's coach, has a really good understanding of just like the, the scheme of football and the coverages and a lot, of, a lot of knowledge about the defense. So I feel like he's helped me a lot. And then Coach Bain has more of a laid back personality, kind of just making sure everyone's in the right spot and letting us roll the ball out and play. So I feel like they've those like contrasting styles have helped me a lot just being understand like to have fun and play free but also knowing what the defense is giving me and taking what I can get. Now are you getting uh, are, are you getting a little bit of uh, freedom with how you with how you choose your play style are they developing around that or are they trying to develop with a coaching style to try and best suit you? Uh, I feel like Coach Bain's a uh, perfect coordinator for me in the offense. I feel like he doesn't have a set like offense that he wants to run perfectly every time. So I feel like he's molding our offense around me and then obviously the receivers and O-line and running backs, what they all like to do and what we're good at. So I feel like he's just been molding it every week and it's just still kind of I mean, it's still new to us, but we're just adding more pieces to the toolbox every day. So I feel like he's done a good job of not forcing an offense on us, but letting us have the offense and know what we're good at. Now, so far this season, you guys have been doing very well. Uh, that's got to bring a lot of confidence to you as a player and as a team. Am I correct in that? Yeah, no, That the last the loss last week really stung. I mean, it hurt for a few days, but Co uh, Coach Lambaugh has a good 24-hour rule. Like, after those 24 hours, you're on to the next week. But I do feel like in a loss, it helped like affirm our beliefs that we're one of the best teams in the country and we just if we play good we just got to prove it and prove it uh every week so I feel like that loss hurt but I feel like it definitely showed us what we're capable of and gave us a lot of confidence that if we do what we can we can do some big things this year especially since it was only one point to the number three team in all of division two football I mean that's mm -hmm. probably that's got to at least be something you can build on. Yeah, no, it's definitely something we can build on. And, I mean, I feel like we didn't even play as well as we could have as a team. There was a lot of stuff in film that we could have corrected, may maybe had a few more points. Defense probably could have stopped them a few more times. And so I feel like offense, defense, special teams, we all had mistakes that we could have helped change the outcome. But that's a comforting feeling because you we were still right there even with those mistakes. So I feel like it de definitely gave us a lot of confidence. Do you feel that there's a lot of uh, personal – a lot of personal teaching here at UCM that you've been learning just in a few short months, that there's a lot of things that they're working on you with personally, working on other team teammates with. Yeah, I feel like Coach Lambo does a great job of 
No, and football is still just a small game of life, and you're going to have a life after football, and you're going to still be that same person that you are. So I feel like every team meeting we have, he's done a really good job of uh, just instilling our core values in us and knowing what's right and wrong. So I feel like he's definitely helped me and a lot of other guys on the team on a personal level. Now, what lessons have you taken with you throughout your football career that you're bringing with you here to UCM? I feel like just having a the biggest thing for me, I think, is that I've learned throughout my football career is staying patient and having like a mental and physical toughness about this sport. Because in this sport, you're going to get banged up and there's not going to, there's going to be things, even when you have a good day, there's going to be things that are going wrong. So I feel like having that mental and physical toughness, football has taught me a lot about that throughout my time. And then just being patient and knowing that when your time comes, you got to take advantage of it. So I think that's two main things I've learned throughout my football career. Now, obviously, coming from an athletic family is going to teach you a thing or two about being a better player or a better competitor. So uh, how did your parents influence your life as a football player? Uh, I mean, I think football has kind of been in my life my ever since I was born. I think I joked about my dad. I think I had a football in the crate when I was a little kid. <laughs> so I think it's just with my dad being a coach, it's, uh, he's always been around. It's always been a good influence for me. And it was never, like, pressured on me. I feel like I kind of just, when I was born, I kind of started liking it and never really looked back. Yeah, and your dad has had a uh, quite a career in football, first as a graduate assistant for SIU, working his all the way to KU football. So being that kind of teacher, I mean, am I correct in saying that if, if you want to go to somebody for advice for football, he's the man to go to? Yeah, no, 100%. I feel like he's helped me a lot, and he's never – he's always just wanted me to play as many sports as I can, find out what I, find out what I like. And when I really started uh, focusing on football and choosing to play football in college, I feel like he's helped me a lot and just – Never putting pressure on me, just always being so excited as a dad. I feel like just me trying to make him proud is all I need to do. All right. So what is your impression of UCM game days? Now, How do you view the atmosphere every Saturday at Walton Stadium? I've been really impressed. I think I was uh, with someone uh, last game on the sideline, just kind of looked back. and I mean, <laughs> the place was filled. I feel like we had a loud crowd. I feel like they were engaged the whole time. So I've been really impressed, especially just pregame and seeing the tailgating and the amount of it fun people have watching us play so I feel like I've been really impressed by that. Now here's a here's one for you what do you think about having uh, live mules at the football game? <laughs> yeah I know I was joking with my roommates I think we uh, earlier in the year they were out there I think a few of the guys on the team were a little a little startled when they saw it, a little scared to go up to it but I think it's a cool addition to the game day feel for sure. All right well Zach I want to thank you for being on the show today and good luck going forward. I appreciate it. That was mules quarterback Zach Zabrowski. Up next, we'll review some news in UCM athletics. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more Sports Page on UCM The Beat. We can stop to make sure someone is okay. Get in the way and disrupt the situation. Codify an authority. Or walk them home safely. We can change the language around rape. We can make campuses safer for our teammates, our friends, and our classmates. We cannot be bystanders. Taking action isn't always easy, but it's on, on us. us to intervene because we can learn more and take the pledge at itsonus.org all right mules and jenny's fans time for a quick review of some athletics news jenny's volleyball lost to number 25 rockhurst three sets to two on tuesday at home the jenny's took the first and fourth sets 25 to 23 and 25 to 16 respectively after this match, their record fell to 5-5 five and five overall. Number 12 Jenny Soccer travels to Maryville on Sunday to open MIAA play. The game is scheduled for 1 p.m. at Bearcat Pitch. 
The Jennies lead the all-time series 36-3-5. The Mules golf team got fourth place at the NSU Classic in Muskogee, Oklahoma. The Mules shot 862 overall, trailing Southern Arkansas, Harding U, and Northeastern State. Well, that's going to do it for me here. Thank you for joining me today, and I'll see you next week. This has been Sports Page on UCM The Beat. Did you know that the University of Central Missouri has been leading innovation for nearly 150 years? With more accreditations and more qualified faculty members, our commitment to academic success is unparalleled, and we make sure every student receives the support they need to graduate on time and with less debt. So whatever opportunity you're looking for, make your impact sooner at UCM, with campuses located in Warrensburg, Lee Summit, and online. Find out more about UCM and the power of opportunity in action at ucmo.edu.